from Hamster Wheel Publishing. This is Freewheeling. The show that answers your questions about veterinary business and leadership. With me, Dr. Dave Nichol. Welcome to another episode of Freewheeling. Dr. Dave here. And today, I just want to riff on this one little thing. I was researching an article uh, for a presentation I've got coming up, and I was just checking some stats. And one of the stats I frequently refer to are the team member or employee engagement levels in business generally. And you can rely on, there's a, there's a company, a management consulting firm called Gallup over in the US, and you know Gallup because they do the polls and they're, they're, they do surveys, public opinion surveys. Well, they do a survey every year in the US of employee engagement levels and they publish these results. And so in around about August time, they, they tend to publish the results. Now, it's not quite the latest one, but it's 2018 um, is a little interesting because there's trends and there's interesting things happening. So typically what we've seen is the numbers sitting around of people who we consider to be very engaged. So people who love what we're doing as a business, that sits about 30%. Um, the people who hate us and, and, and why they show up to work is beyond me, but they show up to simply, you know, they, they do not enjoy what they're doing. They're not engaged. Uh, they don't like working for you are about 20%. And so there's about 50% in that middle ground. You're kind of me kind of show up, show up for the paycheck, but not much else. So there is a now about, as of the latest surveys, about 34% of people are considered engaged. About 53% in the middle are kind of me, neither take it or leave it. And then right down at the bottom, that's dropped down to 13% who are actively disengaged and probably sabotaging your business. So that's kind of good. I like that. Um, obviously, I think that paints a very rosy picture from what we see in veterinary medicine. Now, we know also from survey data, it's very thin on the ground. So um, hard to know for sure. But certainly the trends that we see uh, like throughout the UK, US, Australia, South Africa, is that it's hard to find vets. And the hypothesis we'd postulate would be that actually we have some form of retention crisis within the industry that's manifesting itself in a recruitment shortage. And we know from survey work done here in the UK that the the incidence of people who are generally not loving their job, who are really thinking this career has not met my expectations after five years is very high. You know, so so just south of half of people are feeling like that after five years in their career. And a pretty significant number are thinking it within one or two. So our numbers don't look as good as that. But what was interesting in this survey that whilst it, it's it's slated broad economic reasons as for the general trends. There's more jobs, there's more economic certainty, there's more choice. People can do what they want to do a bit more. But the, the number one reason, regardless of background economic goings-on, that people are engaged or not engaged, the biggest influence by far, they said that about 70% of people found that it was our manager or leader that was the biggest influence on whether they enjoy their job or not. Now, that's huge. That's also great because oftentimes we feel disempowered that as leaders or bosses, there's not much we can do to help our situations. 
Um, and they were at the mercy of the will of the recruitment market. Oh, there's no vets, so why even try? Or it's all so hard. And we descend into victim mindset where there's nothing we can do. Well, in actual fact, what this data says is be a great leader, build a great team, build an amazing culture, and people will want to work for you because, and the number of advocates. So if you look at that sort of ratio of the number of people loving it to hating it, you know, if you're looking at sort of roughly... 30 to 20 percent then you know for every three people you've got who love working for you, you've got two detracting in the businesses that are top performing you can get to ratios of more like 14 people loving it to one you know and 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 you're really that's a huge difference the difference is leadership so if you can become one of those practices that can be islands of excellence then you know you're not going to have a recruitment or a retention problem, you're, you're going to be a place people want to work. And so my message for you, if you are a team leader, a boss, an owner, is don't give up. Don't assume that this is the way it should be and, and that just stop, because that is guaranteeing you a certain outcome and not a good one. Grasp the leadership nettle by the hand. It doesn't sting as much as you might think. The cost to you is time. The cost to you is introspection. The cost to you is going on a journey to make yourself better. The cost to everyone else of not doing it is misery and practice performance. Um, the benefit to you is you will be happier. You will be less stressed. And the benefit for your team is they will be happier, more effective. And if everybody does that, their own little bit to improve that, our retention problem goes away pretty fast. So yes, there are other things to fix like disparity between debt and income but leadership helps every single one of those things so if you're a boss step up become the leader your team deserves and if you're associate it's never too young to start learning because guess where all the current bosses learned their bad behaviors from from their bosses right so it's time for us all to take leadership quite seriously and get on this get on it's not a bandwagon but get on with learning how to be the leaders that, that each other need, right? Just because you're a boss, you're not the only leader in a building. Every practice needs leaders throughout the in, throughout the, the business, throughout the organization. Practices that do that will win in the next five to ten years, big time. It's already happening. But wouldn't it be great if a whole industry could win? That would kind of rock. Take leadership seriously. Let's go. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? If you're in practice as an owner, why wouldn't you want to do that? What's standing in your way? What have you tried that's worked? Share your stories. And if you're an associate, what are you going to do to take control of your situation and not be part of the problem? Where does your journey start? Over to you. Until next time on Freewheeling, be safe, be well, be happy. Dr. Dave out. Thank you for listening to that episode of Freewheeling. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a rating or review on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. Now, if you want to have your question answered, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's at Dr. Dave Nicol. That's D-R-D-A-V-E-N-I-C-O-L. I'll see you in the next episode.